Well, since the last time we saw you, something pretty important's happened. I met someone. His name is Bobby. And he is just, just the most delightful person I've had occasion to talk to in a long time. It feels like a real momentous event meeting him. And he seems to know a lot about the valley, a lot about what's going on. And Phil is real good friends with him, so I feel like he's somebody we can trust. Can't think of anything else that happened that was too important with this wagon train, but can't wait to talk to Bobby a little more. You guys ready for some Dungeon Dads? Hell <laughs> yeah, yes, I am. Very ready to avoid Bobby. He will rise, he will fall. Oh, welcome back to the podcast, everybody. Oh, man, it's really hard to wait two weeks to play. <laughs> it is. Agreed. John was talking about how he's telling his wife, he's like, I got to go. I, I got to go. I was like, baby, it's Sunday. It's time for church. <laughs> <laughs> So true. <laughs> um, I, you know, I am. Uh, I'm ready to get right back in this because I we have a lot to get to. I want to. I want to get Mr. Percy back into your uh, loving waiting arms. But it's it's like one, two o'clock in the afternoon, so you got like eight or nine hours. Great, because I want to talk to every single person. Okay, <laughs> excellent, <laughs> excellent. I want to well, know let's... all their names. I want to know all their backstories. I've got backstories, not all of them. I got about 16 or 17 people with like fully fleshed out backstories. Crazy uh, roll, everything. Yeah, I, crazy, I had to crazy roll them all just in case. I don't know who you're going to pick. Um, I got I to like flub on Bobby. I thought you guys were just going to like knife him. So now he's like a, a real character. Um, I mean, the night is young. The night right? is young. Right. So John, I'm going to start with you because right. you were heading to the back of the wagon train and you had approached the stonecutter dwarves and introduced yourself to one named Dreed. And he immediately said to you, This is the Dungeon Dads podcast. And oh, as always, I'm your, <laughs> your DM. That's exactly what he said. It was, it was the best introduction we ever had. But somehow we missed it on the recording. Everybody. <laughs> 43 episodes in. If you don't know who we are, what are you doing here? Uh, but stay and go back and listen to episode one through 42. Uh, but in case you are brand new, uh, as always, I am your DM, Tom Blaylock, and I am joined today by Tim Carr playing Warlock, Omagyra, Filmier. We're using different naming conventions now, but I'll take it. Hi, everybody. He's, 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 yeah. He implied the comma there. With his yeah, calls. I yeah. wanted to imply the comma. And then we have Sam Frank who is playing Snowflower, comma, Abel. <laughs> and uh, John Watson, he's the, he's the wizard. He's the king. He's the king to be, the once in future. Uh, welcome, guys. About to find, find out some info here. You are. You are. I've been, I was getting, comma, Jonas. Still having, comma, <laughs> Jonas. Jonas. <laughs> it it makes both, both names there. You approach this uh, muscular, Monterran-dressed dwarf. And and he immediately looks up at you and says, Gethrin Stonecutter pay a whole lot 
to know you're alive. Might be more money in, in it for you if you keep it quiet. Is that right? That's right. Is that right? <laughs> quiet, quiet. <laughs> well, I came, I came to talk to you. I want to know about my home. What's going on in Montaire? Well, you want the truth? Absolutely. Frankly, you can't handle the truth. I've been... It's, it's bad. I've been around quite a bit now. You'd be surprised what I could handle. Well... Why have you left? Uh, seeking greener pastures. Meaning? Uh, uh, we got a job lined up down south. We were given an option to go or to stay. Stay and fight. For somebody else's wealth. Or go down and make our own wealth. Become nobles in our own right. So I chose the latter. And this is my, this is my uh, clan behind me. Uh, they're, all, they're all coming with me. Well, I can definitely respect that. But I want you to know, the Sirchavind household is not gone yet. And I'm taking the city back. Good for you. It sounds great. We've got... I mean, you're not going to even notice the difference, I'm sure, up in the Cloud Sea. The difference is all down the mountain. Gate Town, Mickleburg, the mines especially. What's wrong with the mines? Things are getting crazy in the mines. Uh, you know, we're, we're, we're going in. We're having, we have, we have, uh, Guards who go with us, they blindfold us, take us past things we're not supposed to see. Uh, it's no way to work for a miner. It's no way to work for a stonecutter. Have you gotten any information on what it is that you're not supposed to see? None, and I don't care. Family, lay down the tents. And they, they start to <laughs> lay these tents down on the ground um, to, to sleep atop them. One of the other dwarves comes up to you and says, uh, says, Sir, um, is it true you are a uh, Silhavind? I am indeed. Huh. It's very, very nice to meet you. May I... May I... May I touch your head? Might I have your name first? Oh, uh, absolutely. Absolutely. My name is Clea. Clea Stonecutter? Clea, Clearwater, and my husband Dreed here is is uh, is known as as Cleaman. Mm. Dreed Cleaman. And do you share his sentiment with coming south? I do. I do indeed. I I would like my children to be in a land of opportunity. Big changes all over the Gilbrain, and I, I feel it's safer to be out in the country, where, where you can at least see things coming, when, when you are in danger. If there is any information you could tell me, I, I, I heard that the Marauds, were the ones that made, an attempt on the Silchavines. Are they now in power? She, she looks a little. She looks a little uncomfortable. 
at this question. Um, and she, she, she says, I think, I think you ought to ask my husband about the Marodes. Uh, he, he, he is not, he's not a fan of any nobles. So he, he, it might take a bit for him to open up to you, but, uh, it's partially because of them that we have decided to leave. You know, they are in charge of the entire guild. What they say goes, and it's, it's, uh, it's very dangerous to be associated with a noble family that has, uh, such grand designs on the great city. I mean, I understand you are a marode as well, and I, 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 I don't want you to be filled with offense, uh, but, um, but you did ask. There's no offense taken. I'm not close with that side of my family. I just. Family's I know the it most is important thing. Family's the most important thing. I'm, I'm beginning to wonder about that. <laughs> Seeing as how mine has no problems with trying to murder each other. Huh. You've shown quite a bit of moxie by separating yourself and trying to strike out on your own. I respect that. Uh, do you do you think you might be able to offer us some kind of boon uh, to to make our way all all the way to the circle? Uh, which circle are we speaking about? I don't I don't know. They just they, they 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 call it the circle. It is apparently a very uh, high wall of plants that encircle our job site. Um, I'm sorry. You're headed to a giant wall of plants. That's what they say. Yes. You, you must. You must turn around. Why? Why ever would we do that? I've I've been to this wall. It is filled with vampires. Vampires aren't real. Lady Children's Lady, stories. Lady Clearwater. Lady Clearwater. You said you wanted to touch my head. Yes. Whatever will make you trust me. Do it now. May I anoint you with oil? Sure. <laughs> so she um she takes out of her pack a vial of, of oil and she holds it up and puts some on her on the inside of her wrist and it smells of lavender and um, Jonas are you just gonna let anybody anoint you hush hush Abel these these people they I've known these people from the past it's all right everything's fine and and she remind me do, have you been letting your hair grow that's that's the other question I got for you like no okay <laughs> All right. I'm just saying, you kind of have an in-house cleric right now. I don't know if it's right going around letting other people anoint you. <laughs> well, clear. Uh, 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 it, is, it is just our tradition. It's the stonecutter tradition to anoint the noble families of Montaire. This will be the last time I anoint a noble. We have decided that we have we are going to make our citizenry in the Breen Valley. Well, anoint away, I guess. She put this oil on her own wrist and then she wipes it on both of her hands and she spins it to make it go faster and warm up. And then she puts her hands first just above your eyes. You, it's a little bit like menthol, mentholatum. She, and you can, so it's a little bit of a burn, but it doesn't, it's not too bad. And she sort of moves her hands back over your scalp and to behind your head and she puts her thumbs 
onto your earlobes and she rubs your both of your earlobes together between her thumb and her pointer fingers. And then she pulls you down toward her. You're a great deal taller than her. But while holding your earlobes, she kisses you on the forehead and she says, you are a much better man than your father ever was. I do hope you succeed in your quest. Thank you. My plan is to take back the city, and one of the reasons why I left was because I I did not like the way, even though Monterre has always been prosperous, the way that the people of the Cloud Sea treat everyone else in the city is, it leaves much to be desired. I want to change things. Well, don't change things too quickly. That's what that's what's happening now. I I don't know what to think, uh, but they but it seems every day the uh, people come down from the cloud sea, guards, troops, telling us new things we're supposed to do, collecting new taxes, telling us we won't be safe unless we leave our homes, blindfolding us as we go into work to pass by. Who knows what? It is not a place to be small folk. Any news on Governor Erlington? No one's seen hide of him for many months, but he sends edicts down occasionally. He doesn't even seem like the king. But you're sure these are coming from him? It's the same as anything else with us. You see a note. Those of us can read, read it, see if we can follow it without losing ourselves. The stonecutters are just as bad, to be perfectly honest with you. My husband here, Dreed, he took a small job working on a small home in Mickleburg. It, it, it was a two-day job. He didn't think he had to report it to his, his, his superiors. He negotiated the rate. He brought the, the stone in from our own home, which he mined himself. He went, he constructed a wall. And then our home was ransacked. Githrin Stonecutter said we we went afoul of the of the guild, and and we had to make it right. So he had to work for three weeks free of charge as a slave for one two day job. It's it's too much. We we travel down as guild members, but we travel down with the dream of building our own home. In, in the Drowned Valley. Who has hired you currently? I don't know. Does Dreed know? Dreed? Uh, yeah. The Silhavind wants to know who hired us. Ah. Some so-and-so down south. Doesn't really matter, does it? It, it does matter. Do you have a name? Mm. I don't have a name. It's... We go where Githrin sends us. I thought you were free of the guild. When we finish this job, we'll be free of the guild. Dreed. Might I persuade you on a different course? Are you going to be able to find me a job which pays my family and I 50 gold a day? 50 gold a day for how long? Till the job's done. They said two months, three months maybe. Do you know the extent of this job? I just know it's big. Dreed, they're I... bringing us in, 
half my clan are miners. The other half are stonecutters. So it must be underground. That's all I know. Indeed, I'm afraid... I'm terribly afraid you're leading your dwarves into great danger. What do you know, King Sir? I've been to a bramble wall. It's immense. Underneath it, they are building some sort of tunnel into the Underdark. The place is filled with vampires. It is very dangerous. And it sounds like this is where you are going. That makes sense. That's an awful lot of us going. It's not just my clan here. The other hundred or so who came down, 200, they took a contrail from just outside of Montaire, straight straight to the mine. We're going to be four weeks late getting there, but we'll get there and we'll we'll do our job and we'll be set free as guild members are or or the guild will come down hard on whoever it is who signed this contract for us. Uh, is there... Can we uh, can we see this place at all from what where place? we are? Can I, can I see the tower or? Oh, no, 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 no. You're far away, man. You're miles and miles and miles away. There's nothing uh, I can point out. Um, well, you can't see the light of the towers yet, mm-hmm. but you will be able to see them. I mean, they're they're in the sky like you can see the the sort of spectral uh, tentacle towers everywhere in the brain and and they can see them as well right like they can They'll see, be able to see, see them, them as sure. towers yeah yep dreed i i understand you were in a difficult situation but a lot is happening down here in the valley as well a, a lot has gone on as you get closer to the job site you'll see spectral towers i do not know their purpose quite yet but there is nothing good to come of it, and they are in a large number of major areas in the Breen Valley, Lake Shire, this area, I believe even close to Lakenhoth. Again, my comrades and I are trying to figure out what, is, what exactly is happening, but the area you're going to, we've been, and it's very dangerous. And I implore you, if... If it turns out that you feel unsafe, please make your way to Lake and Hearth. That's very kind of you. I, I believe you. But I, I need to see this from my own eyes. I, that I understand. But uh, just remember my words. The, the area you're going to is very, very dangerous. Thank you for the warning. And and I'm sorry. I, I normally hate you sort of folks. You seem like you might be an all right fella. I'm, I'm doing my best. <laughs> I thought that was going to turn into one of those. I still do, but I normally do too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. can, I, can I ask you one one final question. Um, yep. And and Tom, I'm I'm blanking on my cousin's name. Wait, which one? Which one? The one um, who the one who killed my father. What's his Kevin? No, Kevin Marode. What's, what's his name, Sam? Kevin De Marode. 
Gustav. Gustav, goddamn. Oh, Gustav. You were asking about Gustav de <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, right. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> One final question. Gustav Marode. I am going to kill this man. What is his what is his current state of being? Where is he? Where can I find him? He's been dead for months now. What? Dead. Executed. Ex By who? Why? What's going on? He was a traitor, is what I heard. Of course uh, he's a traitor, but I haven't been able to exact my revenge yet. Lord Orlington, you're... I, I, I don't know. I don't know about what happened to the, noble, to the nobles. Where is my mother? I, I don't know. How would I know? What about... I got a question. What about Gustav's mother? What was her name? Clinta. <laughs> Clinta de Morode was her name. And she was a very fine woman, though slow in the head. Like most Marodes. No offense. Still have No, it's it's fine. Again, I was not particularly close to that side of the family. <sighs> They're weird. I helped them build a, a small underground uh, uh, party room, and it was freaky. Looks like I have my work cut out for me. Well, I've gotten a chance to get to know you. I will be checking up on you. Please do. If you hear my voice, just know I have that ability to sometimes speak to those that I want to speak to, even if I'm not there. Oh. Sort of like Lazarus Silhavind? I'm, I'm sorry? They say Lazarus Silhavind could speak to any one of his subjects at any moment in time. I did not know this at all. Wow. Eh, he was a half-dwarf. I wouldn't put too much stock in it. They also say he was ten feet tall and breathed fire from his nose. <laughs> that's that's what I heard. That is true. That is what I heard. <laughs> they say he turned himself into a dragon. Flew off from the Gilbrain, never to be seen again. April, do you hear this? Others I in mean, my it's, family this is had your magic. family. Others in my family had magic, Abel. Others in your family have stories of magic. <laughs> well, even if there's some truth to it, it just makes me feel less alone. But isn't this good news, young Jonas, that the man you had sworn to kill is already dead? Check it off your list. Wait, make a list, write it down, and then check it off. It'll make you feel so good. <laughs> Yeah, you, you do feel a little elated by the actually wait, actually give me a uh a constitution saving throw. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right, here we go. Uh that's a 15. Okay. Yeah, you feel kind of elated um hearing about Gustav and also having like two these are two subjects who, granted, they're leaving the castle, they're leaving the mountain, they're heading down here, but they're kind of like your people, and, you know, it's uh, it's nice. It's good to talk to them. It's, it's good nice. to talk to somebody that knows a little bit, you know, talking about guilds, talking about 
names Here's that other people wouldn't know. from home. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so they are setting up on the wagon trail, uh, on the wagon train. They, they're, they're setting up uh, um, a small brew tent and they're rolling out uh, some dwarven ale. Uh, there are um, the, the, the sky is getting a little darker. It is not, it's not getting late. It's about three or four o'clock in the afternoon now, but um, Galen has returned. And this time, like before when he was walking, it was like 50 or 60 feet around him was sort of dimmed light as though he was in a shadow as though like a cloud was always overhead. Um, and, and now it's, it's like 90 or a hundred feet uh, in radius so it's a good portion of the front of the wagon train that has like stopped to set up shop. Um, and uh, kids are starting to play. There are uh, hunters that are leaving, leaving camp to head toward the small outcropping of trees that you guys saw in the far, far to the east. And they're sort of getting set up and, uh, and, and Galen calls over to you and says, Oh, Master Silhavind, uh, perhaps you will join us for the evening. But I would, I would love to. Uh, I'm gonna if if he comes back, uh, Saber also comes back and yeah. relays to me everything he oh, saw. Shit. Okay. Uh, <laughs> he's been gone. Okay. Yeah, that's right. He's been gone about an hour, uh-huh. um, two hours. Uh, he went right down to the teleportation circle uh-huh. underneath the temple. And, uh, and he sort of studied it and, uh, and just remind me on this. What did you do with the body of the conjurer that you fought? Hmm. (laughs) Did we do anything with it aside from pat it down and loot it? Yeah. I think you left it down there. Yeah. I think we left it. Okay, so so he well, went that over that proved to be a critical mistake. So Yikes. he went over. He saw that body. He saw the books. So Saber saw him get like like livid at the state of the library under the temple here. Um, and Saber watched him as he cast various magics to clean and mend the books that were burned and destroyed and ripped and just scattered about. He went all the way over and checked the stairs under the bush. He was able to, as he left the teleportation circle, he resealed up that room, made his way up above where you had had the fight with the Snowflower cult, where there were also bodies strewn about, chars of bodies, uh, half-eaten Durger, dwarf, you know, sliced open with the throat. And he looked kind of visibly shaken by the aftermath of what you left there in the temple. Um, and uh, he he approached one of the bodies of a monk. And you could Saber could see that he was about to clean the body or do something to the body. And he just sort of threw his hands up and and said, stars take you all. Tom, can we say in the time since when he returns and sort of the light fades that Filnir has bought, spent a hundred gold on holy water vials? Yeah, 
so I'll handwave this. Uh, just just uh, whatever the player's handbook has as prices and things, you were able to buy from Blackjack Coigo. Yeah, and, it's like uh, twenty five gold a vial. I Corpus think, so. Volgriff. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So okay. I'll so and that's true for that's true for all of you. Like if you have items that you need or want, and you have the money to spend on it, just the regular the regular amount. You know, they've already sold their magic items to to Ionis, the uh, the arcane yeah. lock and the, the horn of calling. The Horn of Silent Call. What is it called? The Horn of Silent Alarm. Silent, silent Alarm. alarm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I was going to ask the armor guy if he had uh, some elven chain or bracers of defense. He gave you, sort of showed you the magic items stuff. he had. I mean, besides his uh, his purse of plethoris that he used for like storing <laughs> the armor in, like other than that, like that's that's all the magic items he had. He had a really nice uh, short sword. It was too much for you guys. Not even a little thimble of things. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the, the the rub with that is you can only fit in things that fit within a thimble. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but you can fit in as many of them as you can possibly. Fit. <laughs> yeah. If you're a fan of toothpicks, it comes in quite handy. <laughs> yeah. I have loads of pencils. <laughs> uh, right. Yeah. So Filner's, and then Filner's going to sort of regroup with them as uh, Galen gets back. That's that okay. was the main point of. And and Abel, is it true that you have been talking to Bobby this whole time? Well, I've been doing a lot of listening. <laughs> yeah. All right. I just like to hear the guy talk, you know? Yeah. yeah. Bobby is, I mean, it's really, and, and like, he likes to talk. He does like to talk. I mean, it, it is weird because he is a diplomat ostensibly, and they should be a little bit more tight lipped. Um, you're getting the sense that he is not a good Don't diplomat. I know it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like to swim, Abel? Oh, I like to. I like to bathe a little bit, but I, I I never feel comfortable in water that I can't stand in. Uh, in Montaire, under the Cloud Sea, there are these saunas that are built, and they call them <laughs> brisotes. And they are natural spring water that comes up from deep below the mountain. And it has healing properties. Look at my skin. Look at my skin. Mm. Isn't this something? I don't know. I'm uh, I'm always a little skeptical of things that come from deep within the mountain. Oh, oh you're you're a you're a skeptic. Is that it? <laughs> uh, quite the opposite. No, <laughs> I'm a firm believer, and that is why I I am uh, trepidatious. Oh well, I am 47 years old, but look at my skin. I do not look to be a day over 42. And he's like showing you his half elf hands. Listen, um, Bobby, I got to tell you, it's radiant. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby, well, tell, wait, tell me some more things about Montaire. Well, if it's true that you're traveling with the king of Montaire, a future king of Montaire, which to be I frank, neither confirm nor deny. I don't I'm think it's going to happen. My master's official position on this. <laughs> <laughs> well, well. If you get a chance to try one of these saunas in the brisote underneath the the cloud sea, go ahead and do yourself a favor and get the grass bath. Well, I do like grass. 
Do you like it when it's been wound tightly into a rope and then lashed upon your back as hard as a as a uh, uh, a Monteran dwarf can swing it? I uh, can't, can't say that sounds appealing. I, I like it more like in a T. Oh, well, try it. Do yourself a favor. Try it. Everything but once. Well, I do like doing myself favors, so. There you go. All right, so you guys are going to meet back up, right? And you're going to stay. Are you staying with the caravan for the night? Well, Jonas was asked to hang around, right? right? We kind of got to get, don't we have to get, don't we have to get going? (laughs) Well, we have um, a meeting at midnight. And then, yes, we have a friend in need, so to speak. Not yeah, sure how many I think there's, ears are listening. There's no time to waste, and for our designated appointment, I think it might be better not to be around so many people. Uh, I would agree. Um, I would. I have been invited to sit with the dwarves for a little while longer. I may get some more information. Uh, before I do that, though, I pull out the little chest and I say, uh, Mr. Percy, Mr. Percy, I hope you can hear me. We are going to need 6,000 gold. Talk to, talk to Florn. And whatever else, whatever other items you can bring for us, we've got a big, have a feeling we've got a lot to do. <laughs> what on earth for, Ionis? What, on, what, do, what do you mean? It's just some traveling change. No big deal. Like, is, that, is that no big deal? That wham! <laughs> just walking around, money. <laughs> <laughs> this is a very two thousand two thousand apiece. I will not refuse, but that it does seem like a heavy sum to travel with, does it not? What, what are we going to be robbed? I suppose I'd love, we can take care of ourselves. I'd love to see them try, Vilnir. Fair enough. <laughs> We are retainers to a king now. Maybe we should uh, attempt attempt to improve our uh, our station. Uh, let's let's uh let's 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 have a lifestyle to which we hope to become accustomed. Uh, Iona, sir, is that you? It is I. Uh, I I'm sorry. I was I was awake. The sweet lady Galwinia and I were having a tea. Um, could you repeat what you had just said? Uh, Mr. Percy, what I should have said at first was that I am excited to see you this evening. Can you hear me now? <laughs> <laughs> and yes, I would like 6,000 gold, Mr. Percy. Talk to Florn. Uh, yes, Master, he's, he, he has your gold now. Is that right? Yes. Okay, I will. I will talk to him. Uh, you should know I am bringing many papers for you to sign. Young Florn has quite the plans for Lake and Hearth and the surrounding environs. Um, I, for one, think that they are very good plans as well. Um, uh, but I will be coming alone tonight. Uh, I shall see you soon. I. Look forward to it, and uh, I trust you and Florn. So, bring the papers, and we will discuss it. Righto. All right. Now I will talk to these dwarves. He says hi. (laughs) 
and tell her, tell Gawain I said hello. Sorry, I can't hear you. And then it closes. <laughs> so I just I just stare at the chest for a minute, uh. and then I then I uh, I go over to um, uh, Galen. Okay, and um, I just I just get out in front of it. I say, uh, "Oh, there, Galen, uh, my comrades and I won't be staying much longer, but um, I just wanted to." I saw the direction you were walking, and I just wanted to tell you that there were some problems that we that we needed to solve, uh, just as you happened upon us. And um, we didn't really know the area that much. We thought a lot of this belonged to these monks, but this was a death cult that we put a, a stop to. And uh, I, I saw that you were cleaning up a lot of the area. I... Perhaps you have something to do with this area as well, and I apologize for any offense. This is all sacred ground here. We are... We dwarves of the stars do our bit to maintain the old, the old temples. Um, we don't use them anymore, but... I'd like to think that one day we might again, that one day we might rebuild this plateau, the surrounding areas. If you say they were a death cult, I believe you, I, I might take some time tonight and offer them to the stars properly. If that's okay with you. That would... That would be very good of you. I believe some of these people were led astray and simply in the wrong place at the wrong time. And if you find any writings or or scrolls or pamphlets that they may have left behind, just, just offer those to the stars too. Just burn them or whatever you need to do. I I will I will preserve any any books. I, oh no, I, preserve preserve is not the appropriate course of action to take. Just uh, you know, just uh, you know, commit them to the blazing inferno or however you you care to put it. Disperse them into the wind. Yes, sure. in a <laughs> in a in an unrecognizable form. He, he just nods. You get the sense he probably will not be doing that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just, you know, whatever you do, don't, you know, read it and get any funny ideas. All right. Uh, so you guys, um, you've got three hours until pitch black nightfall. John, do you want to like talk to the dwarves a little bit more before you head out? Uh, are you guys going to sleep here and collect Percy here or or go on the road. What's the what's the plan? I think I think we need to move, fellas. Well, I thought we had talked about staying somewhere relatively protected for this meeting with Percy. I don't expect we need to oh, be in the right. middle of I'm a caravan. I'm trying to break my habit of thinking everybody might want to kill us. <laughs> yes, but on the chance we run into someone who wanted to kill us, better to be 
at least in an environment we are familiar with and have yeah, walls no, I met all these people. I gesture broadly at the wagon train. <laughs> no, I think we can call them safe. I'm going to remember you said that, Filnir. I think I think I agree with Filnir on this one. Uh, perhaps we go to a... Well, what do I know? I'm just an old man who's seen more of war and killing than both of you put together. But, uh, oh, sure, fine. We'll just stay here with all these people <laughs> we don't know and perform the untested magic that we have yet to try. Well, uh, that's not exactly what I said, Abel. All right. How about we... Meet in the middle. It, it, I think it was exactly what you said. <laughs> all right, fire, all right, fire. Abel. All right, all right. We go to a secluded area close by to the to the wagon train, where no one can see us, and we bring Percy back. And perhaps, when we come back with Percy, he, he might know these people better than I do. Well, you know, I I feel confident that if you talk to Percy, he would be on my side in all of this. Ionis, I, I think we bid the wagon train farewell, head back toward the temple, toward the gift, find a structure that is reasonably sound, and await the ritual there, and then plan to journey onward toward Felipe as soon as we have mis collected Mr. Percy. All right, so just walk back the way, walk back to the area that we were just... Yes, perhaps we, we venture in. a little further in case uh, Galen wants to come pay respects to the bodies or whatever it was he was suggesting and uh, so that our paths do not cross should there be any confusion or should he take offense to um, the sudden of appearance of another person. I, I, I do not seem to know what causes him affronts. Uh, neither do I. Um, yes, I agree. We head back to the temple. We're still close enough to a number of people if we run into trouble or if they run into trouble. But we so are still. Sometimes separate. I feel like it's hard enough to drag you guys forwards, and now we're going backwards. But <laughs> well, we can we can well. press on the other direction. We just don't know what we're dealing with in terms of safe terrain. Well, we haven't. But but ain't that always the way? <laughs> <laughs> we haven't we haven't really gone far. That but is we... my concern. Yes. <laughs> but we at least know this. We, we at least know this area. That is also true, yes. <laughs> we know this area quite well now. We have been here for quite a long time, I would say. <laughs> for an entire day. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do have a thought. I mean, I was sleeping through most of it, and I still feel like I'm getting itchy feet. <laughs> I do have a thought, which is perhaps, as we wait for Mr. Percy, it makes sense for Ionis to reach out to Felipe and see if there is not a circle there that we could use, which would save us much travel time. We would well, simply that's using the old noggin. That is a very good point to there. The scroll. Um, I, I do not know if you are ready for that or if, if you have used your last version of it today. Oh, no, no. We, we can. I can definitely reach out. Does um, it make sense to reach out to Felipe, or do we know anyone else there that may be in a more conscious state? <sighs> we don't know how Felipe is doing. Um, we could... My idea to talk to Syl may take time. She may not give us any information unless we 
do something for her first. Well, if you think you can give it more than one shot, perhaps that would be the first one. Or perhaps the second, if Felipe doesn't respond. Well, all right. Um, shall, shall we bid the wagon train farewell? Head back to the temple. I think that would be prudent. Abel? All right, let's go. Back the way we came. <laughs> it's not far, Abel, it's not far. <laughs> before, uh, before they go, I go back to uh, Dreed and... Um, and I just, uh, I just say, uh, Dreed, again, um, very nice to meet you. I would like to reach back out and check on you in the future. As a stonecutter, were you to, were you to lock up a high-profile prisoner? Where would you do it? In Montaire. In, in Montaire. I'd go down. I'd go deep in the mountain. Deep in the mountain. There are there are pathways in old towns, homes long abandoned. Easily you could use iron or steel to make bars and have someone stuck there forever if you want him to be. That's where I'd. That's where I'd put them. Is there a particular entrance? Entrances are everywhere. You can go through the sewers. You can go through people's basements. You can go through all the temples. They feed water right up through the right up right up through their basement. Uh, in their in their cellar, the the water pools. You can swim straight down get deep in the mountain that way. And if I didn't want to be seen, isn't there a side of the mountain that is mostly known to the dwarves? Well, sure, that's where we mine all our rock. You can get in there from all of our mining holes. All right. If I were you, I wouldn't go deep in the mountain. <laughs> so I think they call those mines. <laughs> Our <laughs> <laughs> <are> mining holes. <laughs> well, I, I appreciate your concern, um, but for me, it's unavoidable. I bid you adieu. You will hear from me soon. Goodbye. Farewell. Now, chase after Filnir and Abel, and. I'm stomping off ahead. <laughs> as we're, oh, as I'm we're just, it's my own footprints. Now they're just going the other way. <laughs> as we're walking away, uh, I'll put my finger to my head and uh, say, Sil, Sil Moonbrook, it's I know the runes for the teleportation circles. Which will get me to the Ryan Mighty? Ionis. Please don't contact me like this. There is no teleportation circle in the Ryan Mighty, but there is one in the highest tower of the three-way, not five miles away from the Ryan Mighty. I do not know the 
runes around it. It's easy enough for me to go there without using Grigley's shortcuts. Felipe knows. And I won't contact her like that again, like she asked. Well, damn, girl, just go there and tell us. What, <laughs> <laughs> right, man? And then she's all like, oh, it'd be super easy for me to go there. <laughs> and look, I never looked down at the room. Sucks to be you, I guess. Sucks to be you, right? Right. Uh, getting rid of resources. All right, here we go. Felipe Madumba. This is Lord Iona Silhavind. We are coming to help. What are the runes for the teleportation circle at the tower near you? So, remind me how this works, John. Um, does someone have to be uh, awake to respond? Like, what's the what is the is it does the does the spell itself give any clue to if someone is uh, incapacitated or otherwise asleep? Does it give Tom any outs to not have <laughs> yeah. talk to you? Um, I just no no I just want to I just want you to to look at it and give me a rules as written. No, if it's if he's asleep, I mean if 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 it doesn't say you know an incapacitated person can't respond or something like that, it might be a, a bit of a fucked up response because no, you're contacting him. It doesn't say anything about state of consciousness. It, it doesn't or say that. Like that. It says in fact I can I can do. Uh, I can talk to people in other planes, so we could technically say that in his dream state, I could mm. still reach him. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. Dungeons and Dragons is dope. Talk to him <laughs> yeah. in his dreams, Jonas. Okay. <laughs> Maybe he's, while he's having sex with a mermaid or something. Yeah. <laughs> he says. He says. Um, are you the one who saved me on the battlefield by the briar wall? I look forward to meeting you. You should come soon. I, the runes around the circle is for a 2,000 pound penis. <laughs> what what the fuck? <laughs> guys dreaming, man. Guys dreaming. He's, he's, he's so, not that coherent. <laughs> so so <laughs> um <laughs> Of course now I'm sitting here just looking at the scroll going like for two thousand. I'm gonna let you do it because my head hurts. This Which one looks like giant dong? <laughs> <laughs> nope. Two thousand pound penis. Two thousand pound. That's well, one you can spell dick. You can spell I see, dick. I see dick. Yep, ton dick. I got it. I got ton it. dick. <laughs> you motherfucker. It is it's right there. there. You did it. You fucking wrote that shit. Oh my god. Oh my! For the God. podcast, check the floor. Check the Donatus floor scroll. Yeah. It's there. You, you go from fucking the T O N D I C K. 
Holy shit. Listen, and I think, you know, this is an argument for us doing some sort of video stream because you would really enjoy seeing how pleased with himself Tom is right now. I'm so happy. Oh, man, I'm so, I'm so happy. (laughs) And here I thought you were just trying to make it the 26th word in the phrase. Right, right, right. I'm like, the scroll is... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh the my rooms god. Are one by one. Yeah. T O N D I C K. I think the first time also that we've actually heard Felipe Madamba speak. Yeah, that's it true. Was kind of that's exciting true. to me. I thought Tom was trying to get out of having to do Felipe Madamba's voice because he didn't know what it was gonna be. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't want to make him too small. Too small sounding. He's a gnome, yeah. but he's uh he's a He's he's got uh but he's a man of stature. He's a hardy yes. gnome. Badass. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. The gnome on Panther back. <laughs> We've been hearing about him since episode one. I think. Oh I my know. gosh, man. I know. I cannot wait. I cannot wait to meet this guy. And we've seen him from across the battlefield. <laughs> and we have no idea which direction the Ryan Mighty is from the tower either. So <laughs> that's gonna be fun. That's true. It's well, a five miles. Five I bet miles. we can see it. I I, yeah, that's true. Actually, you can yeah, cast, that's true. Yeah. You can cast fly on us and we'll get there. Like that's true. Oh, yeah. that's, <laughs> um, that would be dope. Yeah, that's right? very true. That's right? an entrance, right? Yeah. Oh, that's an entrance. And we skipped all the Hark soldiers that are stationed that's around right. the That's right. That's right. Yep. Yes. Yes. yes, man. yes. You're, you're a clutch character. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I tell the guys we, we figure it out. All right. All right. Good job. Um, all right. So. So what are you going to do? Where are you going to go? Like, how, how are you going to handle this? Um, if if we're going to skip to midnight. Uh, well, we got, yeah, I guess that makes sense. Do we want to go, like, down to the teleportation circle and, and just assume that the space is quiet? I guess there's that body that Galen's going to deal with there. Well, um, yeah, do we want to leave it for him to deal with or do we want to try to get rid of it? Do we want to show it to Abel? Abel, do you want to see something? <laughs> I get the sense you want to show me. Let's let's Paulson, go take Paulson, a look. You haven't eaten that wizard yet, have you? Oh my god, I forgot about Pawson. Pawson's back. Pawson's back there, right? Yeah, he never came with us because yeah. they we didn't want to scare. They would have freaked out. Okay. As we're walking here, Jonas, you're a worldly man. Can I ask you a question? Sure. In all your studies of the arcana and various planes of existence, is there really such a thing as a ton dick? (laughs) (laughs) Abel, I've heard stories. Even a giant or a dragon, I'm thinking 50, 60 pounds at most. Have you never heard from sailors and heard tell of the stories of giant, mostly peaceful creatures, but must weigh easily several times that? Hmm. I I I think they've called them whales. And yet I would hear more. (laughs) (laughs) I think think, uh, uh, whales is the the term that I've heard from, from, from across the sea. Well, I'd like to hear a lot more about that. <laughs> <laughs> I've also heard I, I, I've I've heard through stories and uh, come across it in lore 
that there's apparently a a gargantuan creature that lives beneath the surface that comes and lays waste to civilizations. I don't know if it's real or not, but I would assume... But you would imply that it has a very large member. I would assume (laughs) that its member is quite large. Well, if it is unknown to civilization at this point, maybe we shall be the ones to discover it. (laughs) We can name it after you if you like, Abel. (laughs) (laughs) So you guys are making your way back, yeah? Yep, yep. All right, so uh, let's say it's five o'clock now. It's getting to be, there's a, you look around and you see friskillating dusk light. (laughs) 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 Are there any uh, wild cats around? (laughs) There really are. Uh, Pawson is laying down on on the ground outside the temple, and he is now guarding the half eaten Durger. He has clearly seen Galen and not been impressed at what Galen was uh, doing around the temple and your things. But he had followed your instructions and did not do anything to anyone. He does his nose up in the air. Uh, Tim, you have his character sheet, right? Yeah. Would you do? Would you give me a perception check for for him? Show. That is an 11. Okay. Um, He says, something's wrong with Jonas. Well, what what do you mean wrong? He may smell different. I saw a dwarf put something upon his head. He's going around letting anybody anoint him who asks. I was against it. Pawson gets up next to your head, Jonas, and says, May may I? Me what? I think he wants to anoint you, Jonas. He licks. He li- <laughs> he sticks his tongue out and he starts to move toward your head. And, and he licks up your the side of your face. Oh yeah, let Pawson anoint you. It's, yeah. Not yeah. <laughs> it's a giant wolf. I can't stop him. Get away. And then, he, and then after he licks, he goes, <laughs> That's midnight tears. You're in trouble. What's that? And we're in initiative. Hmm. What, the oh, f- what the hell? Yeah. Listen, Tom's put stuff on my face before, and it was not good. So, John, <laughs> you done fucked up. I done fucked up, man. I didn't learn my yep. lesson at all. Son of a bitch. Uh, 16, uh, baby. 15 for Felnir. I got a nine. You guys are so lucky. Oh, wait. No, you're not. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> no way i forgot who i was talking yeah. to yeah <laughs> oh shit okay well all right so oh man these rolls i rolled terribly uh okay uh, so oh dang i'm feel real bad for you tom yeah <laughs> uh okay um let me i need to do a roll for something here can i ask uh, real quick we had uh bonus hit points from um Sam's all day leadership. long yep. yeah that's okay awesome. good awesome all day long yep um. All right, everyone, just tell me what your passive perception is. Eighteen. Fifteen for Filner. Ten for Jonas. All right, here's what I want you to do. I'm gonna roll something and just tell me if you beat if I if I beat it here. Up, oh, sorry, I gotta roll it again. Advantage. 
Okay, a 20? Nope. nope. All right, and then I'm going to I mean, listen, this. I can roll an active check, but no, I guess there's not, 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 no not yet. to look around. Not yet, yeah. Um, and then let me roll this one more time. I have advantage on this one. Dang it, fellas. Everybody is trying to kill us. I knew, I knew <laughs> learning to trust people wasn't going to go well for me. Okay. So, okay, so, so uh, you all see on the rock outcropping where you had been uh, before, where Jonas rode his unicorn up, you see uh, two armored figures there. They're about a hundred and, uh, oh, sorry. They're about, they're about 350 feet away from you. And, uh, and then uh, about 400 feet uh, to, to the west so continuing toward the temple but like like a little bit past the temple and sort of like doing a little bit of a pincher move you see another armored figure with a longbow and they are taking aim for you how far away are they so the ones that are over on the rock about 400 feet away and the one that is the the one that you see that's uh um a, a little bit closer but sort of like trying to flank you is um uh it's about 250 feet away from you straight north so that guy's straight north the other ones are north east of you 400 feet okay oh is it my turn it's your turn yes you are you got your 16 you're you're up first um is there any cover so is there any cover that would pl- give me cover between both of those. For both so of those the guys. place where you slept is a, an enclosed shack and you're about a mm-hmm. hundred feet away from that. You could also head down into the temple. That's a little bit closer to you, maybe uh 70 feet uh, that way. You could go straight down the stairs of the temple. You haven't been there, but you, they, they showed you where it was, where the entrance was. I mean, you, you can make out that these are longbows. This is a very, very far shot for these people, but they are aiming. Phil near Jonas, men are trying to kill us. Stay with me. Stay close to me. And I'm going to, why are you I'm always gonna, right? Abel, I'm going <laughs> to, all I do is say men are trying to kill us all the time. And it just turns out to be true. Damn it. Uh, I am going to, let's see. I'm going to take a dash towards the guy who is 250 feet away. Okay. So I'm going to close to about 190. All right. 119. 190. 190. 190. Sorry. 190. Yep. Um, roll me a D20. Okay. And, uh, and if you roll a five... Let me know. Everything else, it doesn't matter. Uh, I did not roll five. I rolled a nine. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, Phil near it is you. Um, with me, with me, Phil near. Yeah, I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna do the same thing. Uh, and then, uh, are there's there's walls and stuff still where we're going, right? Like, is there a place to duck behind cover? You have. You have a, a 
a, a bit to get to cover unless you run. If you run with Abel, you're running through open ground toward the guy who's at 250 or, you know, he's not, he's yeah. 250 feet away from you right now. Um, okay. It's wide open ground. Um, and this guy for his part, he is, he is, uh, also kind of in the open. This is one of the reasons why you're able to spot him. Right. Uh, yeah, I'll just dash, uh, alongside Abel, um, you know, shield out okay um sword in one hand ready to go okay actually i wonder if this makes sense to yeah that's fine we'll do that okay uh all right let me get this thing going it's me next okay uh john does a 21 hit you? Um, so you're, fi- uh, where are you firing from? You do not see any, any firing. You don't see you anyone firing. Hit I'm by just an being, unseen attacker. Just being attacked. Uh, okay. I'm going to, a 21 does hit. Um, now, if it's an unseen attacker, you can't use reactions, right? You cannot. Uh, I'm, I'm, I get I my think, PHB out. I think it's just it's it is it's it's. I don't think it's a like you're actually talking about shield, right? But I'm I'm not going to do that. Um, okay. Because even if I did shield, my AC is 21 with shield, so it would still hit. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna roll a luck point, and I'm gonna Ooh, and use it on on the yeah. Attack. I'm gonna I'm gonna use it on the attack. Oh, uh, you so can gonna, do that? Yeah. So I'm going to roll a d20. Wait. And then I can choose which one. So I'm going to choose that it's an eight. Wait, is that right? Yeah. That's pretty fucking cool. Wait, I, wait a second. You can also spend one luck point when an attack roll is made against you. Roll a d20 and choose whether the attack uses the attacker's roll or yours. It's in lucky. Fuck. You just you really can't do it. dodged you can't a do bullet. It on <laughs> you can't do it on an attack that hits us. It's only against him. It's just okay. against me, well, that's which all right. makes a lot of sense. That's yeah. right. He's got a multi-attack. All right. So, so here's what here's what happens. You you hear uh, a a sword very close by, just whip right past you, um, and it was slicing. And then you hear a kind of a grunt, and and you hear you get another. Now, presumably, he's no longer. I mean, I don't know. He's still hidden. If you hear the grunt, he is invisible. Um, and uh, and then and then uh, for his bonus action, he hides. And let me roll my. Wait, you got to tell check. the you got to tell the listeners at home what happened with what, that. What happened with down. the attack? So he swung and he misses you again. I got elevens with advantage yeah. on attack with a giant bonus to hit. You are so fucking lucky right now. I, I swear I to God. I know. You are so, it's, so it's, lucky. It's the lucky Tommy's feet, so baby. lucky. It's on his character sheet. It's so <laughs> lucky. Every single one has just... This guy would, could have killed you in that first hit, but now, now that you know he's there, he doesn't get all his bonuses, you son of a bitch. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. He still gets advantage for this stealth roll. You're... you're uh, your perception is 10, right? Yeah. Yeah, there's no way he's going to mess this up. Um, 
Okay. So you can't see him. Uh, and, uh, and he is like, you can't even see where his footfall has, has gone. And it is your turn. Fuck. Uh, so, <laughs> so. Fuck. <laughs> oh, man. We did forget Pawson's turn, but I guess I probably would have had him run with me. Oh, he's running with you. Sure. Okay. I mean, I, yeah. I, you know, I, at this point, I'd love to be like, no, he's right there no, waiting I, for somebody. You know, like, that yeah, yeah. I think he's, yeah, he I think he's with going me. with you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Although he would actually be closer because his speed is 50. So he'd be 100 feet. So he's, so he's, in, the lead. he's in the lead. He's heading yeah. toward the guy. Going, yeah. going for that guy that's in the open. Okay. Uh, so I, I see that, uh, and, uh, he swipes me and just, oh, f- fuck, fuck, fuck. And, um, I can't tell where he is. I run towards Abel and Filnir and I, uh, I'm going to cast, uh, mirror image. And fuck. now there are a ton of Jonas's. <laughs> <running>. <laughs> so, but he can only get 30 feet. I can only get 30 feet. Right? Yeah. Okay. I can only get 30 All right. Feet. All right. That's, that's good. So you're Roll a d20 for me right now. If you get a five. All right, here we go. D20. You get a five. The eye. 14. Okay. Yeah, you. you just, I was going to, I'm real, having you roll to see if you run into him. Ah, gotcha. That's, uh, that's that what it is. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Uh, all right. It is uh, the archers and um, these guys. So you're now 190 feet away. You're still outside mm-hmm. of their. We were 400 from them and we've gone 60. We were, uh, we were 400 from one and 250 from the other. So you're still yeah. one. So you're, these guys have all have disadvantage for your, for attacking you. Um, and uh, uh, Abel, you acted first. They're not after you though. They're all, they're all attacking uh, Jonas on this one. Sorry. Sorry, John. Uh, sorry. Look, you're the king of Montero. You're the king of Montero, my friend. Yeah. You did go running around town. Yeah. 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 I told uh, everybody. All right, the first one with disadvantage seventeen. Um, okay, so they've got a. Let me see. I get to roll a six or higher to change it to one of my duplicates. Yep. Yeah. So that hits. So then it. Yeah. Then it's like which one gets hit. Right. Uh, so here we go. A six. <laughs> oh, okay. So one of your duplicates takes it. Yep. Um, right. they're attacking you again. Um. Oh, double ones. Um, <laughs> wow. All right, wow. John, roll me a D20. Okay. If you get a five, they're going to hit Blackjack Quago. <laughs> Come on, five. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Roll the five. Wow. Holy shit, shit I rolled, rolled a five. five. Okay. I think our reaction told everybody what they needed to know. But oh, wait, wait, my God. Now, is that? Is that is that enough to change the perception of John's luck? Uh, that <laughs> might be it. All right. Well, you're about to see something crazy. All right, you ready? Okay. Um, well, that's that's actually not terrible, um, but I got to roll a saving throw here. So now wow. there's either a floating arrow or a visible person. No, it's not going to be a visible person, but it might be a floating arrow here. Um, I will roll to see if it stays in. Oh, it stays in him. It stays in him for sure. Um, but his con check is a 17. He's good. So he only takes half this damage. So, oh, man, 
This is not yeah, going how I thought it was going to go. A, a two, a two, and a one on that 3d6 poison. Hit. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> that's bad. Um, no, okay. I mean, it's good for you because it hit Blackjack Coik. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Uh, okay. Uh, the next guy is also attacking uh, Ionis. Oh, so they each have multi-attack with the bow. They all have multi-attack with the bows. Blah. Okay, the next one is a seven. It just swip, whips past you. The next one is uh, a natural one. God damn it. All right. Whew. You want to give me another D5, D20? I mean, the odds of this. <laughs> give me a, if you get a five again. Oh, my oh God. My what? Jesus Christ. What? <laughs> so dumb. What? I'm never doing this again. You fucking assholes. Here we go. I've got screenshots of this one. Oh, oh my God. That's incredible. Oh Jesus! Oh, yeah, you got to take a screenshot. We got to post that to the Discord. Oh, this is like, so people dumb. aren't gonna believe this that. This is so <laughs> dumb. Okay, <laughs> that's incredible. Holy shit! Okay, wow. And oh, it's just poison damage. He takes the full poison damage. He doesn't. He's not poisoned. Okay, Jesus Christ! Wow, assholes. Oh man, that's, I rolled those. I've, I rolled those two luck points, I'm sorry. man. I'm kind of speechless. <laughs> like the odds of that. I, I, no, that is, I'm, <laughs> I'm a bit speechless too. And you hear, you hear behind you, oh, fuck boys. No, fuck. And he's only about, he's only about nine feet away from you behind you. Oh shit. You ran right past him, but shit. you do see two arrows, uh, like just it, like impaling on a, on a body there. Um, <laughs> well, floating TV antennas. Floating TV antennas. <laughs> Well, this other guy's going to attack too, so let's see. Eight. Man, mirror there's image. There's a third one. <laughs> Fuck mirror image. Natural one. Yes. I just rolled another natural, natural yes. one. All right, come on. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. Seriously, the, you yeah, can't. Yeah. Don't roll. We'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see. Oh, a six. It's a six. Holy so close. And it lands wow. right at his feet. <laughs> this is unbelievable. He says, <laughs> he says, you're the worst fucking archers in the world. <laughs> in the realm. And, Wait, um, do we do we see where that third one's coming from? Uh, two from the rock, which is 400 feet mm-hmm. away. Mm-hmm. And then one is the one you're charging at. So there's two guys uh, over on the rock. There's two guys over on the rock. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, Abel. Do your dirtiest. So. It's unbelievable, John. <laughs> so dumb. So he's nine feet from this guy. Uh so is, like is that nine feet like between us and Jonas or is it uh, no is he that, is like back 30 behind feet Jonas. To Jonas and then nine further feet to this yes guy? yep that's right so 39 feet away from you and kind of a straight line so Jonas is between you but you see the arrows and you see that there's a guy there yeah. I mean he's invisible but you see blood right? yeah <laughs> you know like okay I am going to run to Jonas, uh, use my 30 feet of movement. He's back here, Abel, back here! Yes, I see them arrows floating. 
That's freaky. That's some <laughs> freaky luck, man. Uh, I am going to. Gosh. I'm going to take the. I think I can do this. I'm going to take the dodge action. Yep. And then as a bonus action, cast spiritual weapon. At nice. fourth level. Oof. <gasps> Oof. Okay. So that gives it an extra D8 of damage. Now, I just want to say, even though you know where he is, he is still invisible. Right. So it's still disadvantage. So, yeah. So, so I mean, these arrows to could, attack be, him. could be in his arm or they could be, right. you know, whatever. Yeah, sure. Sure. But I'm going to take a whack at him anyway. Um, okay, so we're doing disadvantage here on a, a spiritual weapon. Oh, Jesus Christ. That's a 21 and a 21. Holy disadvantage. shit. Not a double <laughs> roll tonight. Wow. <laughs> okay. And so this is a level four spiritual weapon. That hits. Which is going to be 22 damage. Wow. Wait. And it's force damage. So, wait, no, he doesn't wait get a second. an additional 2d8. I take 2D8. it back. I take it back. It looks like uh, roll 20 has maybe some bad logic here. He should be getting an additional 1d8. Yeah. Because it's 1d8 for every two levels. That's right. So, it, so it's still 16 it. damage. That's a lot. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. All right. Yeah, 16. 16 damage. Wow. Wow. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. I I forgot. The archers are already at disadvantage anyway, so dodge isn't really helping me much, but... Eh, but he's not. A, Helps you from Blackjack. Blackjack, Blackjack is... Uh, exactly. Yeah. yeah. But we, we, don't, we don't know it's Blackjack. Oh, sorry. Right? Or, yeah. Or, I mean, or, you can hear I his voice. I guess the question is, do we... Yeah, we recognize the voice. You recognize Tom, his voice. Tom, Tom has said, God damn it, Blackjack. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Phil Nair, it's you. You see right. Abel, so you guys sprint toward the guy that's closer to you. Jonas, you know, squeals actually, yeah. um, and and and, and gets turn super around and see three of me. Crazy lucky, yeah. <laughs> you see three of him, and uh, and Abel turns around to go aid him, and you and uh, Pawson. Pawson's ten feet ahead of you. Oh no, he's twenty no, Pawson, feet ahead of you. No, Pawson dashed. He's his move is fifty. I moved sixty, so he's forty feet ahead. Forty of me. feet ahead of you. Okay. So, I'm going to just send Pawson first. He's just going to keep going after that archer that's in the open. Okay. He's just on full sprint. All right. So um, he'll be there you know, next turn. Yeah. Dog chasing a rabbit. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then as for myself, uh, I think I'm going to... God, uh, lucky. <laughs> I can't decide if I want to switch weapons so I have arranged. No, I'll just Eldritch Blast. So I'll shoot at the invisible assailant okay. um, with Eldritch Blast. And that's a disadvantage, right? Because yep, he's disadvantage. far, far away. Okay. All right. So oops. hold on one sec. Here's Blast numero uno. 20 with okay. disadvantage. Yeah, that's going to hit him. Okay. With disadvantage. Uh, 
And then uh, I'm going to roll a d10. Uh, eight force damage. Okay. And then the second one with disadvantage, uh, 10. That's a miss. Okay. Um, and then I still have movement, so I'm still going to chase after Pawson. Okay. All right. Uh, all right. Look, Blackjack came to do a job. Blackjack gets it done. Um, <laughs> all right. So you 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 now know kind of where he is, John, but he still he still uh, um, he's still invisible to you, and you hear him say, "Quiet, dark. Take this man away. Help me make my mark." Shit. And he swings at you. Twenty four. Uh, yeah, that'll hit. And I need to roll an eight or higher to see if you'll hit a duplicate. So you have three left? Uh, I have two left. left. Yeah, you start with three. Okay. So eight or higher. (gasps) Five. Another five. I know, I can't. Another five. That's that's insane. And now now the computer (laughs) just stuck with it. All All right. right. Uh, So, so, um, so... I'm going to use another luck point. And shit. Use another luck point. Can you re-roll the mirror image? No, not the mirror image, just to see if he actually hits. Um, Well, now I'm getting confused. Is that out of order? That might be out of order. I think, yeah. It yeah, seems like the luck if you've let So you should have you, you used the luck, for, luck yeah. point first, yeah. I think. All right, yeah. I'll, take I, I, I'll take okay. it. I mean, you could use the luck on the mirror image. Yeah. Uh, well, you could also just save it. Can uh, you yeah. well, use I, the I'm gonna, luck on the mirror image? I'm going to save it for now. Okay. Okay. All right. He's going to eat it. I'll eat it. You got those 12 temporary hit points. I got the 12. How bad could it be, right? <laughs> Don't say that shit. Okay. Um, so you're going to take four piercing damage. And then I need you to roll uh, a constitution saving throw. Okay. Uh, DC? Uh, I will... Uh, DC 15. DC 15. Okay. Here we go. Come on, baby. Okay. Now I'm going to use the luck point. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's what it's for. <laughs> you guys right there. Okay. All, All right. right. Uh, and just roll it again. Just roll the constitution again. Just, just roll it again. Cause you get your same pluses. Fuck. All right. Okay. 13 and a seven. All right. So you're going to take another 23 poison damage. All right. Ooh. Ow. And, Damn it. and, uh, um, the, the good news is, is this is just straight poison damage. Just straight. You don't I'm get not, the poison, not the poison condition. condition. Okay. That's right. That's right. right. <clears throat> uh, right. and he's swinging again. Oh, wait. Uh, sorry. He also gets, Ooh, this is bad. This is bad for you. He also gets sneak attack. Um, ooh. and sorry, I forgot to roll that in there mm. cause he has multi attack. So you're also going to take, um, sorry, let me bring this up here. All right. You're also going to take, Ooh, another seven damage from sneak attack. And then he still he has is, advantage as an unseen attacker. Yep. Yeah. And he is uh, swinging at you one more time. And that's a 15. Uh, that'll miss. What's your AC? 16. I got mage armor. Damn. He did cast. 
Mage, Mage Ama. Ama. Okay, all right. And uh, and this guy is going to attempt to hide again. And this time, let's see. So what's Tom, your pass? If, if question, if he's a rogue, the offhand attack is it multi attack separately or is it? Offhand, because offhand is a bonus action for rogues. So, so he gets multi attack. Okay. Uh, Black he, Blackjack makes two short sword attacks as a multi attack. That is his action, uh, but it. he only gets sneak attack once per turn. Once per turn. Got it. Yeah. yeah. Once per turn. So, uh, so, so with a twenty passive, what is yours, Abel? Eighteen. Eighteen. Okay. So he is invisible, and uh, basically the way he is going to hide here is. He breaks off the two arrows uh, and uh, drops them on the ground, and you see him move a little bit uh, away t- away from you toward the temple, like a little bit. But then you lose track of where he goes. Like I think he maybe pulls his cloak over the front of his shirt as well. Like it's like he's done. I mean, he knows he knows what's up. He knows how you knew where he was. And uh, John, it's you. All right, uh, I'm gonna send. Saber over to the arrows to deliver the help action to Abel to make that so a straight roll. So he can't roll. see him. He can't see him. He doesn't Even know where he, he is. Even if he has the arrow, he can smell him. Uh, I would let you... Okay, I'll let you do an action so he wouldn't get to help, but I will let you do an action to smell him and uh, and find him and go toward him. But if he moves again, I lose that anyway, don't I? Well, Abel will know which direction to go. But it, and you will still know have which way to, and you will know. Yeah, yeah, you'll still have a disadvantage. But Saber still gets advantage on all perception checks using sight and sight and smell. So he gets the smell. But but um, that would be his action. I'm just wondering what the what the benefit of that would be, because um, if he Is knows there anything you can do to these archers. Uh, it's, they're too far away. There is something, yeah. and I'm I'm I'm, const- I'm I'm trying to figure that out. But um, I just was hoping to give you a, a regular role and do something to the archers. Don't worry, I'm not going to use it. Uh, <laughs> 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 well, right. it's cool because he does. He also has the spiritual weapon up. Uh, fourth well, level spiritual weapon is really good. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is, and it's that's really, why I wanted not, to, I wanted to take advantage. And by of the it. way, it's not concentration. I right? know it's so right? awesome. Yeah, I, I just really so wanted awesome. to take advantage of that. But uh, if yeah. if Saber can't help you, then uh, then then whatever. Um, so I'll probably send Saber uh, toward the the one archer. I'm trying to figure out. You said they were 450 feet away. Toward the rock. Two of them. Yeah, two of them are 400. One of them was 250. Right? Yeah, and then you've moved 30 feet. So yeah, I moved towards the. I moved towards that guy. 220. How far? Are they? Uh, how far are the arches apart? There's a set that's 400 away, and one is Sufi. How, how far are they apart from each other? They are near each other, probably within 10 feet of each other. They they found that the the, the good two spot that are on the 400 rock. feet away. Yeah, they right. Found but a I mean, good like, spot on the rock. How far are the 400 away from the 250 guy? Oh, are they in a line? Or they're they... they're um they're they're about uh, uh 200 feet away. It's a triangle. They yeah. they and mm-hmm. they were tr- this guy was trying to flank you. Mm-hmm. before when you saw him oh this is so annoying um whatever you do jonas don't move away from me this is really really annoying but it's the only thing that can help us 
I'm going to I'm going to look at the two that are 400 feet away and I'm going to cast a sleet storm. Okay. I can only throw it I can only throw it 150 feet, but you can't see through it and it's a 20 foot cone. Okay. So okay. they they will now be blocked. It's heavy obscure skirment. Yeah. yeah. 20 okay. foot cylinder, excuse me. 20 80, feet tall, 80 feet 40 foot. 80 feet no. all the way across, 20 feet high. Okay. That's and a smart I, move, man. I'm gonna throw it hundred I'm gonna throw it as far as I can towards those archers. Okay, so it's like right between you guys. So they're gonna have to move a good deal to be able yeah. to see around it and they'll be out in yep. the open when they do. Okay, that's a yep. really that's a really, really excellent move. I wanted them to um, be in it. I'm gonna I would give you advantage, but I'm gonna wait till this battle is over because I don't want you to use advantage in this battle, like inspiration <laughs> on me, because you've already used a bunch of luck points. That's just the that's the luck. So like remind me at, after this battle, if you're still alive, I'll give you inspiration. Okay. Oh, all right, all right. Well thank you. <laughs> <laughs> at least I'm getting it somehow. All right. Um, okay, so that's uh, so I'm gonna cast I'm gonna cast that and then I'm gonna stay near Abel. Okay. Abel is how, how far are you away from me, Abel? I am right next to you. Okay, if we're right next to each other, then yeah. The fleet storm pops up, and these archers cannot see you all. They can see Pawson uh, and Filnir, uh, but Pawson's a bigger target, and he is moving quick against their against their buddy. So I mean, I'm still 110 they, feet behind Pawson. They shouldn't yes. be able to see any of us. Yeah. Well, if you think about it, 400 feet away, you are behind the sleet storm. Uh, 80 feet across. 80 feet across. 80. And yeah. these guys are moving uh, toward this 200 thing. They're not being blocked at all by the sleet storm to see Pawson. But they they cannot see you. They cannot see Abel. They cannot see... Uh, maybe they maybe, maybe can't even see Filnir yet. Um, but but Pawson's... Pawson's right on top of that guy. Pawson's, Pawson's yeah. on top of that guy. Yeah, yeah. 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 Pawson's right. in it. All right. Uh, and so this guy is going to be attacking Pawson. Tim, you you got his hit points and everything, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. All right. He's up. Now this is going to be shot normally because this guy is within uh, his range now. Um, 22. 22 will hit. All right. Oh, seven uh, plus five poison. So, so. it's a DC... Uh, Oh, this one's not a DC. This is this one doesn't have a saving throw. It's just damage, right? So this one's just damage. Yep. So that's okay. 12, 12 damage. That's and he's going to go the temp hit points. Attack him again. And that is a 21 again. That will also hit. Ooh, geez. That is 21 damage. Four piercing and wow. 17 poison. Six, that's, six, five on the 3D6. That's, that's a lot. That is a lot. Ouch. Okay. And then. From far away, the other rangers, that first one misses. The second one, 18. That hits. Six plus seven, 13 damage. Okay. The third one attacks. 10 is going to be a miss. A 10, also a miss. Abel. Tempest. A knife in the dark is no honorable combat. Give me your power to protect the king. I cast oh, spirit man. guardians at fifth uh, level. Ooh. Oh my god! <laughs> okay. <laughs> and the 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 spirits of my slain foes rise from the ground in their ghostly forms, 
and begin to whirl around me, searching. I'm going to do one better than you, than that for you. They don't come up from the ground. <laughs> they begin appearing from the backpack where you have the Euron <laughs> stone. From the Euron stone. <laughs> and, you're, and you're bringing out the dead from within the Euron stone now. Uh, wow. And, and leading the charge is a young, giant Jessup. <laughs> who who ta- who 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 immediately starts sp- starts spinning around you with his great sword? All right, Filnir. Wait. Oh, wait. And then as a bonus action, oh, I'm going to attempt to. So now he's still hidden, correct? He's still hidden. Yes. Okay. So can I can I take a swipe at where I guess he yep. would be? So I will give you a. Tell me where you think he might be, and then I will I will give you between a twenty and a fifty percent chance that he is there. Yeah, you can move okay. it up to twenty feet, right? So yeah, yeah. If you saw um, which direction he went, so I am going to guess that he more or less dropped right where he was into the grass. Okay. All right. So you want so, me to what? Like roll a d twenty? I want you to roll me a, a, a. It's a d twenty. Um, you like high numbers or low no- numbers? I like I like high numbers. Okay, so if you get <laughs> seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, or twenty, you're going to be targeting the right spot. <laughs> okay, so I guess I didn't guess very good. <laughs> <laughs> That's a one. That's a one. Did I mention I like low low numbers? numbers. I would have given you a one to four. <laughs> Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, so, okay. so you are you are going to miss. On okay. This so you want me to roll my attack roll or no? No, don't waste it. What if you get twenty? Yeah. I'm going to be so disappointed. It would be really sad. Yeah. Okay, Phil near. All right, Pawson's going to reach that archer um, and bite him with a dash. He'll reach him. No, he has fifty feet of movement, which is exactly what he needs to cover because he was two hundred fifty feet right. away. All right. Yeah. Get him. Um, let's see. Ah. <sighs> Paulson, eat his ass. 21 to hit. He get him. He's got him. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, you want me to roll it? Okay. 2d6 plus 4. 10 damage. All right. It's not, it's not nothing. Nope. All right. Okay. Uh, and then let's see. I am I'm 160 feet away and I can move 30 and I don't think I have anything let me see if I have anything that has a range of everything I think my biggest range is 120 feet fuck damn it I don't have anything good for this everything's too far (laughs) Um, it's hard man yeah so if I dash, I guess having seen the sleet storm come down, yeah, I'll have to, I'll just, you know what I'll do is I will uh, use my action to create a longbow okay. instead of my sword, and then I will move 30 feet. So that puts me 130 feet from the archer, and then I don't know, I don't know what that does in terms of the uh, the geography of the, you know, I would hope that it would still keep me out of it, but, sure. Um, sure. you know, maybe I can banana the line as needed to stay you know, kind of hidden behind the, uh, the storm. Yeah. So, so, uh, 
I think you can, if you want to stay hidden from the, like by the storm, you can stay hidden by the storm. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> so, uh, before blackjack moves, you all can see that from the caravan, very large darkness is approaching and a shadow that stretches long and far across the land. And it is much larger than it was when Galen was with the caravan. It is now spreading darkness, uh, not just dimness. Fucking remembered this from episodes and episodes ago. (laughs) Oh, shit. Right? Oh, I just fuck put two no. and two together. No, no, no. Oh, oh goddamn. Oh, man. Is if Blackjack is within 15 feet of us, he is on the start of his turn. All right, let me roll 5d8. And what's the saving throw? Uh, 16 for half Death. damage. Death is the saving throw. No, no, no. What's the. <laughs> what is his. <laughs> 20, uh, that's 23 damage. Wait, but and he what's. Can, What's the uh, what's the what's attribute? The what's wisdom. The... Sorry, uh, wisdom. Uh, DC wisdom? sixteen wisdom saving throw. You know what? Let's just call it. Let's call it Dex. How's that sound? <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. All right. It's not terrible. I'm just gonna say it right now. It's not terrible. Oh, 20! Son of a bitch. <laughs> Better now. So blackjack is <laughs> yeah, gonna. Right? Yeah, that's, that's true. So Blackjack is going to take uh, 11. Uh, 11. But let me tell you, Jessup has found him. And and you can hear your guard, your spirit guardians calling out. And, and they say, here, here. And they're swarming around a spot. And you can see that they're leaving uh, a negative space that is exactly in the shape of an elf uh, holding, a short, uh, holding a short sword. So you know right where he is now. Uh, and he is looking and when he is in the radius, his movement is halved. All right. So, but he is within 15 feet of you, so he can make it, mm-hmm. uh, over to Jonas. Yeah. And that is what he does. The Wait a spirit... minute. Yeah. What about Polarm master? I-, I was about to say, when he enters my range, I'm going to use my reaction to stab him. <laughs> Fine. Whatever. Sure. Okay. Stab him. He's moving. He's moving right to Jonas. So you're going to wait, hold on a sec. Yeah, he's gonna get within your range, but your but your uh, but your spiritual weapon does not get an attack of opportunity if that's what you're looking up. <laughs> it is not okay. a creature; it's an extension of your All right, mind. No. One one-handed spear. Here we go. All right, polearm master attack of opportunity. That is a ten. A ten. That's a and miss. And yet, <gasps> as he comes oh. up. I say, Tempest, guide my hand. <laughs> and I use my channel divinity to give that plus 10. Ooh, I was looking up to make sure it didn't take a reaction because I'm oh. using my reaction for the Oh, I see. Okay. But it doesn't. But it doesn't. All right, does a 20 hit? A 20 hits, yes, it does. Okay. Power plays. That is... 10 piercing and six divine six radiant. I think it is either way. It's bad. (laughs) It's really, really, really bad. Okay. All right. Look, he has a reputation to uphold. Uh, and if he comes out alive and so is Jonas, he is gonna, he's not much of an assassin. is he? (laughs) 
Listen, even even a good assassin can't defeat this kind of luck. I know. This is crazy. <laughs> okay. All right. First attack. Oh, that's a natural 20. Jesus that Christ. That is a natural 20. All right. Mirror image. Eight or above. Wait, wait. Do you want to, do you have another luck point to use? No. I'm, I am, my, that, that luck has run out, but my that, mirror image. That luck has run out. My mirror image is still here. All right, that's a 13. So it hits Ooh. my mirror image. All right. <laughs> and you have one left, right? One, one left. left. Yeah. One left. All right. All right. His next attack is a 23. Son of a bitch. All right. Uh, is he still is he still hidden since they can see yeah. his outline? He's not yeah. hidden, but he's still unseen. He's not he's not hidden. He's on he's unseen. He's he's got, got it. He has he has taken his potion of greater invisibility. All right. Um 11 or above. Here we go. For all the marbles, baby. He spent a lot of money to try to kill you. Yeah, yeah. This is an expensive. Oh, 18. Oh! <laughs> 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 mirror image saves the goddamn day <gasps> but now now they're all gone all the duplicates are gone until you cast it again like, oh my again. god <laughs> <laughs> okay it is jonas's turn son of a bitch uh you know where this guy is now yeah but I, I don't have i don't think i have advantage do i have advantage do, or do is it a straight roll now that he's outlined tom no yeah so is my is is my action better served i have an idea sort of we got to take this guy out so i'm going to i'm going to firebolt the guy is he right on top of me he is right on top of you okay yeah firebolts Just i'm going to step back I'm step gonna... back so you don't worry no, it's like no no <laughs> yeah yeah great great um oh man this is bad news <sighs> i've got i've got the one um john didn't you take like slow no that's milo oh that's my that's wrong character. Damn. Um, son of a bitch. Man, I've got ideas, but I don't want to play your hand. I actually don't know what you have either. So comprehend languages. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. So all right. So I have one second level spell left, which probably should go to mirror image. I could misty step back and then firebolt him, but I might miss him. That's the gamble. Yeah. No, uh, stay. Stay with me. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's all I can do. I'm just going to cast Mirror Image one more time. Although, actually, well, okay. So here's the thing. If you Misty Step away, he can't get to you. That that's Well, that, that was the plan. I, I saw that because, I only had the one left. Because he, he, his, his, movement his speed is halved. Is, his, his movement is halved. And so he, he'll be able to get to the edge of it. And hopefully he'll be able to kill him by then. But I will not be able to protect you from the archers. Um... Only but one Paulson, of the archer. Paulson see you. The archer. Paulson's got the archer in his mouth. The other yeah. archers can't see. If I get hit, then the then the uh, sleet storm goes down. Maybe. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Let me try that. I'll I'll misty step. I'll misty step out of the spirit guardians just back, mm-hmm. and then I'll cast. Uh, I'll firebolt. Um, this asshole. And then I've got one more idea later. All right. Here we go. All right, that's and an you gotta 18. Roll it again. You have disadvantage. Oh, stupid. I'm out of my luck points too. Natural 20. Natural 20. All right. But it's an 18, it's an 18 right? Ooh. The 18 hits. Yeah. Roll your All right. damage. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. 2d10. 
I mean, just stressed out. 15, fire damage. So Jessup is glommed onto this figure, and he is attacking with his spectral sword, and the other spirits are attacking this guy, and you fire straight through Jessup's back, and it blows a hole out, and as it blows this hole out of this elf, he becomes visible, and he looks up at you, and he says, that was not very nice. And he slumps down to the ground, dead. Yes. And from the hill, the spreading darkness has become even larger and it's now enveloped your sleet storm. And from, from the sleet storm and the darkness fly from the air two archers out of control who land dead on the ground at your feet. Pawson, who has the other one in his mouth, is lifted up off the ground momentarily until he lets go of the of the person and the darkness envelops him. And that person, that archer, is then thrown high up in the air and lands at your feet as well. The darkness moves closer to you and closer to you and the shadow subsides and Galen comes out and says, I'm sorry, I would have come much sooner. I didn't know Blackjack was an assassin. Friend, go with the stars and be safe. And thus ends episode 43 of the Dungeon Dads podcast, Every War Must End. (laughs) Oh my god! Oh Oh my god! (laughs) I think that was the most useless fight I've ever had for for (laughs) failure. I was just like... And I forgot one thing that would have been so... I forgot that I took uh, Grasp of Hadar, so I could have pulled like that oh. one Eldritch Blast that I hit him. I could have pulled him right to Abel's face. Oh, uh, that would have been great. I totally spaced on oh, that. Oh, man. He would have been invisible well, anyway. Yeah. I am shocked. I'm shocked that we had a fight with three archers all trying to kill Jonas. I got next to him and not one arrow catch. I know. I've got my shield now that makes them all retarget because me if they try to shoot you, and not one tried to shoot you after I got next to you. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it, it, I wasn't metagaming it. It just he threw yeah. up the sleet storm, and and yeah. then Pawson was on the other. And Pawson was on the yeah. other guy, and it's like mm-hmm. it's like that's that's it. But like that was good strategy. And John, you do have inspiration. Ugh, that wow. was really good. Uh, I'm rethinking allowing luck. Defeat <laughs> ever again, you're, yo. I, I think you're just hey, he's only got allowing John to be lucky. I know, right? <laughs> Look, I don't know that it's good rolls. for the show. Those rolls, oh <laughs> those rolls were insane. Oh so, so <laughs> that, his first that attack, double five. Yeah, his first attack on you would have had the assassinate. Would have been an automatic crit. Oh Jesus! And it would have doubled both the poison dice, which was seventy six. Wow. And and his sneak attack dice, which is 4d6. Oh my gosh. So you would have had 22d6 plus 6. Yeah, yep. that would have been bad, man. Yep. That would have been really really bad. And I want to say real bad. I want to say I knew, you know, you guys have uh revivify capabilities, but Abel would not have been able to keep you up if you just kept going down. Time yeah, after time but, after time yeah. like that. So I, I thought this could have been possibly it. Um, but I don't want to give away too much. But Pawson has licked your head and told you 
that he tasted midnight tears on you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Should we should we tell the audience and us what that is in the bonus episode? <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. So I'll, we'll save it for the bonus episode. <laughs> Great. Well, and I didn't even make the connection about the spreading darkness with the with the grove. Yeah, with, with the, the grove, grove from before. Yep. And these just... guy, this guy's walking these people to the grove. I just yeah. Yep. Anyway, lot to talk about. The yeah, bonus lot episode. to talk yeah. about. Man. Lot to talk about. All right. All right. So, get on that Patreon if you're not. It's yeah, going to be worth it. It's going to be yeah. worth it. Plus, you uh, get everything we've published there as well. And you get an ad free. <laughs> you don't have to hear from our sponsors. That's right, baby. <laughs> All right, everybody. Toodaloo. Come back Toodaloo. next week and join us for the bonus episode coming up next. Okay. This, this might be the best leveled episode we've ever we've ever done. <laughs> well, I mean, well, you know, I, we I, fuck up and then we correct. That's know. right. I mean, I I will tell you, I'm a little bit worried because my Ethernet like adapter is really hot right now. Like I touched it and it's like hot, hot, hot. Yeah, dongles get warm with that that Ethernet. Yeah, okay, just don't touch it. I'm not touching it. I'm not, I'm not wired it. so hard right yeah, now. Yeah, I wired it so hard. I wired it so, so hard. Well, the good I felt news like is I was a kid again. You sound. I got shit in my eyes. It's you sound perfectly normal. You do not yeah, sound, you sound, you sound perfectly normal. <laughs> no, you remember that, Sam. Oh, to be young again. Yeah. yeah. What is this on the wall? I don't know. I literally don't know.